This is National Native News. I'm Antonia Gonzalez. Tribal leaders from New Mexico and Colorado were among those to testify Tuesday before the House Natural Resources Committee on Tribal Co-Management of Federal Lands. Leaders from the Zuni and Southern Ute tribes say Native people have deep connections to the land and have long been stewards using their traditional knowledge. Lawmakers heard how the taking of traditional homelands and federal management has impacted sacred areas, including Bears Ears in Utah. Lieutenant Governor Carlton Bawakati of the Pueblo of Zuni is co-chair of the Bears Bears Ears Intertribal Coalition. He says tribes are eager to work with federal agencies in the management of the sacred area after protections were restored to Bears Ears National Monument by the Biden administration last year. And he says tribes are approaching management from a cultural landscape perspective. Knowledge of an area that has ancestral ties is important. And when we have that responsibility, we can't let that go. However, the government always treats it as, well, this is a project. Here's this location. How is it affected? When we know that in our approach with the Bears Ears and Tribal Coalition has been really the 1.9 million acres. We understand that in the end, the proclamation states 1.36. However, we are still looking that looking at that as an entire landscape. So those are some of the things that when we're doing our land management planning process, that is what we hope will inform the Bureau of Land Management and the Forest Service how we, and how we can accomplish that. Speaking with the Forest Service and the BLM, they are experts in their processes. However, it's always absent from the tribal Bawakati says it's crucial for younger generations to be involved in the management of lands. Bears Ears landscape and the essential ties that we have have allowed us to reconnect. And what I mean and I need for our younger generations to understand is that their existence is bigger than the reservation. When we speak to the things that we want for them and the continuance of traditional ecological knowledge, they are the ones that are going to continue it for us. We can want it for them as tribal leaders but we can't force it down them. They have to want it for themselves. And if they don't want it for themselves, we see the spiritual repercussions they have. Bawakati says dedicated funding is needed for ongoing co-management efforts. Democratic lawmakers on the committee pledged their support. The hearing was held in two parts and also explored legal support for tribal co-management. First Lady Jill Biden was greeted by tribal leaders and tribal citizens of the Tohono O'odham Nation during a visit to the reservation in Arizona on Tuesday. Her visit, along with Secretary of the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Javier Becerra, was part of the Biden administration's Cancer Moonshot Initiative, an effort to reduce cancer death rates. The First Lady spoke about the administration's cancer initiative, expressing how it's personal after her son's death from cancer. Here's part of her remarks from local news station Kega 9. Joe is totally committed to this. Um, I've been traveling the last couple months all across America to look at what, what's new in cancer, in research, look, meet with navigators, look at rural programs, look at programs in the cities. And of course, I would come here and look at uh, programs The First Lady and Secretary learned about the tribe's cancer program and services, which includes a partnership with the University of Arizona Cancer Center. The Cancer Center partners with tribal communities across the state on training, research, and outreach programs for Native Americans. In Idaho, the Fort Hall Business Council is requesting the Pocatello School District change its graduation attire policy to allow Native American students to wear cultural and religious items to graduation. School policy prohibits students from wearing eagle feathers or beaded caps to ceremonies. The Shoshone-Bannock tribes wrote a letter to the district, and a Native Parent Education Committee has proposed a draft policy. I'm Antonia Gonzalez. 
National Native News is produced by Kiwanak Broadcast Corporation with funding by the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. Support by the Native American Disability Law Center, a non-for-profit 501c3 at 800-862-7271 or nativedisabilitylaw.org. Support by the Center for Indigenous Cancer Research at Roswell Park Comprehensive Cancer Center, dedicated to cancer research, medicine, and cancer care for indigenous population. A no-charge online risk assessment tool is available at roswellpark.org slash assessme. Native Voice One, the Native American Radio Network.